Episode 42. Do I really want to make a change? This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the 7 Days of Sex Challenge. Featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. I just can't get over how much I like that new intro. <laughs> I know. Isn't that great? I love I it too. I just sit here. I'm like, oh, we sound so big. And professional. And professional. Welcome back, you guys. It's uh, It's been another fun week here in the DiLorenzo household, and we've got some great things to talk about tonight. It's always fun, isn't it? Some weeks are more fun than others. This is true. You know, at eight o'clock this morning, the week was not so fun. No, for you. I, I was out on a bike ride. Uh, yeah. Tony's having a good time. I'm doing battle with a four and a half year old. Anyway. Right. Before we get uh, we get going here, if all of you remember from last week, one of the big things we are going to be pushing for all of you to do is one, have seven days of sex straight. And then after you have seven days of sex, call in. And so... We have our first call in, and we're going to let Lincoln and Jackie take it from here. Hi, Tony and Elisa. This is Lincoln. This is Jackie from Texas. We're just calling to say we, we did, did it. it. We completed the seven day sex challenge, and it made a big difference in our lives. Thanks so much for everything you guys do. We can't wait for next year. Yay, Lincoln and Jackie. We are so excited, and we're so happy that uh, you. You did it. You One, you did it. And two, you called yeah. in to share with the one community. Um, that is that is very cool. It's very cool. It's very exciting for us. Um, a little bit about Lincoln and Jackie. They did participate in the seven days of sex challenge with us back in June. June. And we're glad that they're looking forward to next year because so are we. We're already starting to planning plan. for 2011. So there will be more details forthcoming on that in the next couple of months. So Yeah, we locked down a cool website, www.7daysofsex.com. Keep, keeping you, it simple for you guys, you yeah. know? You, you can go there. You're not going to see anything because I haven't done anything with it. But It's there. It's there. We got it. And heck, we'll see what happens with it <laughs> as we get closer. We're, we're planning. We're already thinking ahead. And if you have any suggestions for those of you who participated, even for... A couple of days. Jump on in. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we want to do this year is we we want to make it we want to make it bigger. We we are here to promote marriages, healthy marriages that right. are growing, that are learning, that are you know expanding everything about it, and that's what we're about. And we want to we want to take this bigger. We want to take it outside of the internet realm. I have a good friend who is in TV in Austin. I had a, a good conversation with him and he was discussing some ways that uh, we can get this more on to TV. Mm-hmm. So we are gonna, we're going to go after it. And the thing is, is that we're here. One is about promoting marriage. And to that end, we're also going to be looking for sponsorship yeah. um, to help promote this, to provide prizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if your business, um, your company might be interested in something like that. We'd love to have you get in touch with us. You can email us at, is it info at one extraordinary marriage? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. 
well is it or isn't it yeah it is oh okay <laughs> like that sounds good doesn't make me feel like we're <laughs> so you can email us at info at one extraordinary marriage.com um and just put sponsor uh, in the subject in the subject so that we know and uh, we'd love to hear from you right um, as we you start. complete seven days straight call us i know there's a couple of you guys out there that have been doing the 60 days lester uh-huh. reagan um karen and her husband I know they were going after the 60 days. I'm trying to think of some other folks. I know some other folks who were trying for seven days. And we know some of you that did the seven days when we did it back in June. So yeah. we know that there are those of you out there that could call in. So do. Please do. We'd, yeah. we'd love to feature you on the air. Um, some Our week. Let's our week. It. Yeah. Our week. So we shared with you guys last week that my radiator <laughs> was not working. Right. And fortunately, Tony. Um, I was slow on Monday for dent dude work. So it worked out nice that I had to fish around and try to find a receipt for our radiator, which had cracked. Lo and behold, luckily, my buddy who's a technician who purchased purchased it for us was able to, um, well, what's the word? Track down. He, track down. That's it. So he was able to track down the receipt and we got a new one and my luck it's raining on monday elisa's been without a car all day long so i get home from doing some work and my my treat is to go work on this radiator while it's raining outside okay so here's the funny part or rather ironic part of this so of course my car does not have a radiator in it because he's taken it to exchange for the new one, which right. means my car cannot be moved. Right. And it's raining, but we've got an easy up. And so we're like, oh, well, you know, Tony gets the brilliant idea, which it was, to put the easy up. 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 Right. However, <laughs> the easy up is 10 by 10, and the space that we were trying to set it up in was probably 8 by 8. I was getting... <laughs> And, and so he is trying to give me instructions without being very specific. So he's like, well, pull it over here. Okay, well, I didn't know if over here meant towards him, towards me, towards the car. We were Well, even stuck. trying to get the easy up up, you were having a difficult time of even like opening it. So I found that very frustrating You because you've put it up before. No, I've never put it that easy up, up before. I always have other people do it when I use it. Oh, I've okay. never put it up. And so we had this communication issue going on because lo and behold, and you know, this is for all of you out there that thinks your spouse should be able to read your mind. I could not read Tony's mind. And he was so frustrated with me. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great material for the podcast this week (laughs) because he is just shooting daggers at me that I cannot get the concept of which direction I am supposed to move the easy up so that it works for him. I was frustrated because I already had to work on this thing and it's raining. I I totally understand your frustration. I just thought it was kind of funny that you're like getting so upset at me. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, Um, I knew why you were upset. But you walked away from me. Because you weren't even civil to be around. <laughs> there, there was nothing. You told me that you would do it yourself. There was nothing for me to do to stand there. I didn't find that to be funny well, at all. I was upset and frustrated that you weren't able to figure out how to get the easy up up and then put it where it needed to go. And that was because your directions were not clear. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't realize I wasn't being clear. I had assumed that you had 
open that thing up a, a number no. of times because of you've used it before. Oh yes, I've used it many times. I always I always find some nice guy to put it up. Oh, that's kinda, nice. Kind of like kind of like the garbage man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is funny. This actually jumps us ahead to Thursday, but apparently I think the garbage man has a crush on me, and I only say this because I think he does too. I'm the only pr- I. You know, it's not like I make it a point to be home when he's coming by because he comes by at all different times of the day. Sometimes right. it's in the morning. Sometimes it's in the afternoon. And inevitably, if he sees me, he actually brings our garbage cans up the driveway, up the drive all the way from the street. I mean, not like we have a long driveway, but from the street and puts them up by the house so that I don't have to do it. And it was really kind of funny because usually I'm well, and then you always call me to let me know this because I think it's hysterical. I have a garbage man that brings my garbage cans up. I know. I, I mean, that's service <laughs> yes I, just, I would call that service too i just think it's funny i've i mean we've lived here for seven years and i you know it's only been the last couple of months that all of a sudden we've got this garbage man that because you're hot you're looking good well, Get working you. out you know you're, you're toning up i appreciate that you Looks know and this sexy. time abby's like why is the, what's the garbage man doing mom yeah because usually she's not here so that was just kind of my funny little garbage At least it's man not story. the pool man yeah no pool yep so no we pool. don't have a pool man okay so tuesday Tuesday. So our anniversary. T- our anniversary. Fourteen years. Happy anniversary again. Yes. We we've drawn this out way too long for you guys. But to all of you who did say thank you, so appreciate it. And for those of you who are having your anniversaries coming up this month, early next month, so cool to hear about it. And honestly, if you want to put up your anniversary date on the one page on Facebook, we'll do celebrate it. with you. Heck yeah, do it again. Let's celebrate marriage. Let's celebrate yours. And I think it's awesome that you guys do that. Uh, honestly, it may take us a little while to get to you, but we read them. You guys know that. We we look at all that stuff. And again, if it, it's a way. One is about celebrating marriage. So do it. Let us know. Let the community know. And we did celebrate. We did. And your Blackberry died. <laughs> Tony did not have a good couple of days. He, he yeah. sends me this message. Did you send me a message? How did you let me know? Yeah, I think you sent me an email. How did I send you? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I found some Wi-Fi somewhere. Yeah, and so I get computer. this email that says, Blackberry died. I'll call you later, or yeah. I'll try and contact you later. And I'm like, uh-oh. Piece of crap. So, That's not good. No. So radiator one day, Blackberry the next. And, and I get and I start getting frustrated. I don't know about you folks, but... More and more, some of these damn electronics, they, they just start driving me nuts. I mean, if it's not one thing, it's something else. And if it's not one, another thing, it's something else. I mean, it's just stupid sometimes. And so I get so frustrated with these things and, you know, dinking around with them and trying to get this to work and that to work. And, man, I just want to throw them against the wall and just go screw it. But But unfortunately, they're so sensitive now that if you do that... <laughs> Dude, if you drop them two feet. So, yeah, that 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 pretty much blew. So, we spent a good portion of Tuesday, Tuesday night. and Wednesday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what ended up happening, I called Verizon and the tech guy's like, yeah, it's dead. And so, he goes, well, what I can do, you're not ready for your upgrade yet, but because of this was what happened, I can get you a phone you know, refurbished phone, like another BlackBerry. And I'm like, really, dude, I'm not going to buy another BlackBerry right now. I'm just not going to spend money on it. Well, I can get you the droid. So, <coughs> excuse okay, me. Okay, I, I just, I just want to say droid. Droid. That thing that you do. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm not feeling like my throat's not 100% here for the last couple of days. So if I feel, if I sound really deep, that's why. 
It's um, his sexy radio voice. <laughs> I mean, I sound different. You do. I know. Yeah. So I can tell. But anyway, so I asked him to order a droid. But while I was doing that, I got up on Facebook with a, a good buddy of mine. And he's like, oh, I got an older Blackberry. So I called Verizon and I said, hey, cancel that order. I'm going to just use my buddy's Blackberry. Well, on Friday, I get a box from Verizon. And it's probably a droid. I haven't even opened it up. I've just let it sit there because honestly, I didn't feel like letting a darn phone ruin my weekend trying to mess around and dink with it. So it's sitting on my desk. I'll open it maybe tomorrow night if I decide to do it. It's like the Pandora's box just sits there waiting. Will he or won't he? Will he or won't he? I'm just, you know, I'm just frustrated. And I think a lot of it for you guys out there too. I, these, these electronics, they get us so frustrated. We lose sight of, we get so wrapped up into them. I, I become a, a lot more volatile. And so I notice that I'm more volatile with you. I, I have less um, patience with you, with the kids. And, and I just said, you know what? Leave it. Who cares? It, it, it's not going to make a difference if I, if I use it and get it going on Friday night or if I wait till Monday. True. So I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to open the box or just return it. I will make that decision. You can weigh in if you so choose. <laughs> so we also on Tuesday, since it was our anniversary, we took a trip down memory lane with some of our more memorable anniversaries. Yes. And we have to share. When we moved up to Spokane, Washington, we moved up there right before our fourth, what? No, fifth. Fifth. 2001? Yes, 2001. Um, And so we spent our fifth and sixth wedding anniversaries up in the Pacific Northwest. And both of those years, Tony, um, Tony has this thing with hot springs. He keeps trying to find a good one. And the ones that he got referred to when we were up in Spokane, not the the first one was cool. We went to Montana both years. That was Hot Springs, Montana. And and I have to say this. Montana is beautiful. beautiful. But when you're coming from Southern California, Montana is incredibly sparsely populated Um, to the point where when I, we got the state map and I opened it up and there's a letter from the governor, of the great state of Montana saying, welcome to Montana, home of, you know, 900,000 smiling faces. And I'm thinking the last few places I've lived have had 900,000 people in my immediate vicinity. Um, so that was kind of an eye opening experience. And we drive out, I would say to the middle of nowhere, but I think most places in Montana are relatively sparse, sparsely populated. Yeah. And so we, you know, that year we, um, so this is number five, we end up in hot, Spring, in hot Springs, Montana. Montana. And, and, and hot Springs, Montana is a little hotel with a hot Springs beside it in the middle of a reservation. Mm-hmm. And, it's an eclectic mix of people that show up. Oh yes. I mean it's 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 interesting. I had some very interesting conversations with one uh native Indian. Mm-hmm. Very smart individual had gone off to university I think in Was he doing something with film? He was doing something with film as well. Very cool guy, a lot of knowledge about the reservations, the life but wasn't very defensive about it. Mm-hmm. Just very matter of fact about it. Very good conversations. The one thing I remember about that one was, so Elisa and I, it's our fifth 
And here we are in this really cool, I like the hotel. We're up on the second floor. It's really floor. funny. Yeah, it's it funky. Kind of an old, you know, like clawfoot tub. And yeah, and the water that you pumped into your tub was from the hot springs as well. Right. But we're, 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 I, let me think here. We had had dinner, uh-huh. a good dinner. Good dinner. Right there. And we'd gone upstairs because we're like, hey, it's our anniversary. We might as well have anniversary sex. Yeah. And we we're like, oh, all right, let's doze off. Well, there is a wedding going on. And it hadn't really gotten, it hadn't crescendoed yet. And no. So we had fallen asleep and all of a sudden we're, we're awakened by just loud music and hooping and hollering. We are in the middle of a party and it's happening all around us in the hotel. Yeah. I mean, there was a good amount of drinking and smoking of various stuff. stuff. And so we decided, well, we're awake. Let's go get our clothes back on and go downstairs and join the party. So we went and crashed that wedding reception. Yeah. Wedding crashers. And so that was, that was number five. And then number six, Tony gets in his head again, that it would be really great to go try another hot springs in Montana. And so he talks to some of his buddies up there and finds out about Lolo hot springs. Keep in mind, I am (laughs) now Lolo hot springs. The reason I picked Lolo hot springs is because that is part of the Lewis Lewis and Clark trail. And I wanted a little history buff. Yeah. And I wanted to go see that. So I figured, Hey, Lolo hot springs. This is, this is where Lewis and Clark camped out over the winter. Mm-hmm. When they had gone stuck in trying to cross the what are those what is that mountain those mountains right there? Don't remember. I can't remember either. But that's where they ended up staying, and that's what that that's how they survived the winter before they ended up making it to the west coast. Now, a few things about anniversary number six. You're pregnant. I, I was very pregnant to the point where getting into a hot springs was not advised, and our hot hotel seems kind of like a strong word to use. Our yeah. room um, didn't exactly have hot water. <laughs> Apparently, all <laughs> the, of the hot water sucked. All of the hot water just stayed in the hot springs. It didn't actually come into the rooms. Yeah, but perhaps the bed sucked. The bed was horrible, and um, turns out, you know, people get married on your anniversary. So we're in another wedding. Right. That's right. I forgot another about that wedding, one. and so you know, this is all going on around us again. Except we didn't crash this one. We just, you know, we're in and out of yeah. bits it, and pieces. And you know, early on on our anniversaries and stuff, we weren't as adventurous. I mean, we wouldn't, for some reason, Elisa and I were just very, all right, we're here at Lolo Hot Springs. Let's do something here. And in all honesty, we were lame. I mean, we would go, oh, all right, well, there's a hot tub and yeah, we didn't, well, okay, yeah, we let's didn't really go to get our out and room. We, we just weren't, uh, honestly, I think that was a big part of sort of the doldrums of marriage. Because neither of us were willing to just go, let's do something. Yeah. We just sort of did what the other one wanted to do, which was really nothing. So we just did nothing. And we would just sit around and be bored. Until breakfast the next right. day at Lolo Hot Springs. So yeah, so we tried to take a shower in the morning and part. it sucked because there was no wa- hot water. That's nice. So we go to breakfast and Tony at this point in time is just like, really, I, I just want to get out of here. But I'm seven months pregnant, eight months, almost eight months pregnant and really don't skip any meals at this point in time. And so I'm like, all right, let's have breakfast. I, I need to eat. And so there's an omelet on the menu. Right. I mean, we just a went cheese to the, omelet. We, we just went to the diner that was attached yeah. to the hotel. And Tony's like, no, nah, maybe I'll just get some toast. He's like, oh, omelet. Yeah, like, I wasn't just, feeling up Just to get it. the omelet. Know. Okay. You know, what, what can happen with cheese and egg? 
Oh, a lot. So Tony's omelet comes out and I've never seen an omelet prepared before this time like this, nor since have I ever seen an omelet, a cheese omelet prepared like this. But this was literally an omelet, you know, so your egg is folded, you know, scrambled, folded over. And the cheese was actually two slices of American cheese laid on top Dude, of his omelet. So gross. And he is just looking at me with these looks like really I should have just had the toast why did I listen to you I should have just had the toast it was so sick so needless to say we moved uh, the, the anniversary after that seven we were back in Southern California and no more hot springs for Tony I told him he's banned from taking me to hot springs on our well, anniversary which one did we do hot springs up 395 is that number three or four no that was number three that was number three yeah, yeah. when you tried that was the first time you got it, you know, a little bee in your bonnet about hot springs Right. Let's go find the crab cooker. Yeah. Crab cooker so hot he couldn't get more than a toe in. I got like my leg in. Yeah. Until it turned like bright red. But it was so beautiful. Just like sitting out there naked, like looking at the Eastern Sea. We Sierras. didn't stay that long. I know, but I got naked. You wouldn't because you're like a prude. You're like, I'm not going to get naked. Somebody might come around. And I was like, honey, just get naked. Nobody's around. We're, we're on a dirt road that's like 10 miles off the nearest paved road uh-huh and yeah. you would just be like no i'm not gonna do that he said drive me nuts well i'm glad you got over it i did well now you're, you're at least we've worked on this over the years <laughs> it, again folks this, this is early on in our marriage and and how we have evolved and grown and you know it, it's it's part of that getting out of your comfort zone sometimes yeah. that we talk about a lot and how that is vital to your marriage. So, so those those were just some of our um, highlights. Uh, the highlights of some funnier anniversaries. <laughs> yeah, Montana. I really do think Montana is a beautiful place. And for all of you who are up there and listen to us, we do love you. I, I do love Montana. I just Please don't want my marriage hus- retreat. Or I just don't want my husband to take me to a hot springs in Montana on my anniversary. That's all. Because I want to go back. That's all. Uh, you know, I'd love to come back to. I'd love to go back to Montana. So anybody just, wants to speak in engagement or wants us to speak, we'd love to sh- we'd love to be up there. We are starting to get some more inquiries on that. And so we thank you um, mm-hmm. for those of you that are spreading the word. Um, we've gotten received some interesting, um, not interesting, but positive feedback. I actually ran into uh, a friend of ours who was in one of our small groups on the book. And she said that she had passed our book on to a friend of hers at another church because they were looking for a small group study and she said before you look anywhere else check out this book and so that was uh, that was cool. nice to hear and yeah thank you joanne um we've just been getting some good feedback even we saw our, our senior pastor yesterday uh, harry keel last night at church and you'll notice that one of the endorsements on the book um, is, from is from him pastor harry and um just gave us again great feedback on the book um really talking about some other opportunities about where we might even be able to get the book in. Yeah. And he had an awesome story. So we're sitting there talking a little bit and he goes, Hey, do you know Josh, a tattoo artist here at the church? And I I do know who Josh is because I've contacted him once because I was going to surprise Elisa with a tattoo gift certificate because I thought she would look very cute with a little butterfly one. I didn't go through with it because I felt like, eh, if she doesn't really want it, she's talked about it. But to get her a gift card, I didn't think that was really cool. It was for her birthday. It would have been for her birthday. So I said, eh, I don't want to do it. So anyways, he goes, well, 
right next to the tattoo shop, there is an adult store. And I said, oh, wow, that must be interesting for Josh. You know, there's an adult store. He goes, no, no, no. Here's the thing. This couple who run the adult store, they got saved. And I'm going, wow. Wow. Okay. So now you got a couple who runs a porn shop basically and they got saved. And he goes, yeah. And I mean, Pastor Harry, he's very enthusiastic and and animated. And he goes, they are so saved. He's like, they are just, they are just wanting to support marriage. And I'm going in my head, I'm going, okay, well, that's very interesting. You run a porn shop. How does that support marriage? Well, what they ended up doing is they have been attending a Calvary chapel in the North County, San Diego area. And they began speaking to their pastor there. And the pastor said, because they felt, you know what? They can't be in this industry anymore. Just their belief, their conviction for Jesus. They cannot be supporting pornography, but their pastor. And I want to, I don't know this guy and I hope I meet him because what he did is he said, you know what, you guys, you are in the right place. Jesus wants you here. You just need to clean it up. And so what they have done is they have taken out all the hardcore stuff and have kept in material that is appropriate for couples. Mm-hmm. And, and once they cleaned that all up, they asked their pastor to come down. Pastor came down, walked around, blessed it. And the reason... Pastor Harry brought this up to us is because he goes, you guys got to get your book in there. What a great place. And so for prayers, that would be awesome. If mm-hmm. you guys want to pray for something for us to be in a place like that, to help couples realize how important intimacy is, that's where we want to be. I mean, that's there, where we want to be. There are a lot of websites um, out there that have products marital enhancements mm-hmm. um but i haven't seen many of them actually offering a retail location no no no, a, oh. a book oh, a, a like book, an yeah. actual book resource you know a lot yeah. of it is the toys and tools i guess you would say as right. opposed to and so you know when harry mentioned that last night it was very much a uh, oh that's a different focus than what we'd been thinking and so it's just right. kind of opened a door for us. Opened a door for us. Yeah, God has definitely you know, to just say, said, okay, look. well, this might be another avenue for you guys to explore another, another possibility. Right. To get the book out there so that more people are reading this, so that more people are finding out how they can improve the intimacy in their marriage. Right. And so that was very... Um, so prayers. Yeah, prayers for that. And because we don't know where it would go, but it would be really cool if we could get our book in there and even even speak in there mm-hmm. and really just touch couples about being intimate in their marriage. Yeah. So that was I, cool. I do have to, uh, you know, some emails that we got this week. I want to brag. I got a, actually a picture from Mandy and this is a friend of ours and she, um, the picture, she's got a motorcycle helmet on and her, the subject in her email was ways to keep a marriage, keep your marriage alive. And all she said in the text of the email was sneak away for an impromptu Harley ride when you can. Woohoo. So I just want to say to uh, Mandy and her husband, Jeff, love that you guys got out for a Harley ride um, yesterday. Don't know who was watching your son, but I just love that you made it happen. And um, what a great way to just, you know, on a beautiful 
sunny San Diego afternoon in October, you were able to get out and make it happen. And uh, good for you guys. Yeah. That's awesome. And totally. want to brag on another couple. Um, when we were at church last night, we were actually talking to a friend of ours, Kevin. And, you know, every once in a while you hear one spouse talk about another spouse and it really, it really hits you as to the strength of their marriage. And Kevin was talking about his wife, Heidi, and he said something to the effect of, I am so humbled by her accomplishments, accomplishments and how she is growing in the Holy Spirit. And you could just see on his face and hear in his voice the depth of his love for his wife and how proud he is of who she is and how she's growing in the Lord. And just, it was really just one of those moments where I walked away and I'm like, you know what? That was awesome. That was. It just, yeah. you know, I don't think we brag on each other often enough in marriage, you know, so often. It's so much easier to put down somebody than to build Or to them grumble up. about, you know, like, yeah. oh, I didn't take out the garbage, you know, but to hear a husband just say, you know what? She is an amazing woman. And you know what? She's my wife. I mean, you could tell there was kind of that awe that I'm so lucky yeah. to be her husband. So to Kevin and Heidi, just, you guys are rocking it. It was awesome last night just to hear that little comment. Um, anything else this week? Oh man. Oh, date afternoon yesterday. Yeah. Date afternoon. But I wanted to give a little update on my mouth situation. Oh, and the think, mouth. Yeah. And thank, I, I thank you all for your prayers. Totally appreciate it. I, I realized where it's all stemming from and uh, a couple of my bike rides and a couple conversations and emails back and forth with my buddy Dustin this weekend has honestly almost cleared this whole thing up. It's it's a stress issue. A lot of it comes from my my tendencies to want to control everything, want to be perfect, want everything to be just right. And I've really over the last three to six months, I've just been really internalizing a lot of stuff. And a lot of it is what I want you to be able to see when you come to one, what you hear when you listen to the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast, what you see when you go to our Facebook, all of that. On top of that, I have my full-time business, The Dent Dude, taking care of that. On top of that, I have Fit Marriage, which I will be launching with Dustin here mid-month. Should be really rocking and rolling. Our first product will be completely out and available in January. So a lot of this is just me wanting to control and I'm giving it to God. I am giving it to God. Um, it's a funky reaction that has happened due to stress. We got my blood test back and it's all clean, which is great. My doc told me that I'm just so happy that I get to pay a big old exorbitant bill for being self-employed and only having married your medical, but that's part of the gig and I wouldn't trade it for the world. So true. I just want I just want to give you guys an update on that and thank you. I can even even today, just prior to getting on, just trying to decide what we're gonna talk about and everything, I could just tell I was trying to come back up and I just had to let it all go. So and that can affect if you have stress in your marriage, you know it can affect the intimacy you have with your spouse. It it can kill it. And I've had battles with it over these last, you know, three to six months, you mm-hmm. know, staying focused on Elisa, staying focused on the physical intimacy because 
really when you're there as much as it's fun the the physical intimacy is fun not the the mouth issue oh okay just checking um it, it's hard to to overcome that and it it would be much easier just to go no i don't want to deal with this anymore i don't want to be physically intimate with you because i don't feel good but you know what by doing that i would have been taken away from elisa what she so deserves which is me being present which is me being intimate with her so if you're in that situation if you're feeling there continue to pray continue to go through with what you know is right mm-hmm. i'm glad you're feeling better so am i other than my throat being all oh, yeah. jacked up that's i think you just got a little seasonal yeah cold or allergy or something yep so our topic tonight our topic tonight do i really want to make a change and this has come out of um, a few emails we've received over the last couple of weeks where, you know, people have expressed a desire to make a change um, to the point where they're like, you know, I need some help. What do you what do you suggest here? And speaking personally, I have made suggestions and then I get to come back with, no, I don't do that. And, you know. There's part of me that says, right, yeah, I get that you don't do that. And that's why you're asking for for help. Because when you seek, you know, like, for example, I got this email, you know, from somebody that said, you know, I need a little help. Like, I feel like I need, you know, like how to be sexy for dummies. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote back and said, you know, try something different. If it's going to be a date night, then, um, you know, do everything from how you dress to being able to set the scene. Right. You know, choose something. I'm not saying you have to do the whole thing because let's face it, if you haven't been doing any of that, then to try and change how you dress to set a romantic evening to you know, is too much. Right. You, you can't, but I was, you know, I threw out all kinds of suggestions and, um, yeah, one of them was lingerie and the response I got was, no, I, I don't do lingerie. And I I chuckled at that because, you know, we don't need, I don't even know if I, do I still, I do still get the Victoria's Secret catalog. Yeah. Um, but I know that for Tony, lingerie is, I mean, it's not like the end all and be all, but he definitely appreciates seeing me in something sexy. Oh, totally. But it doesn't have to be like. It's a weird thing though. Here's the thing I got to bring up. So for gals, for guys, it's like, yeah, honey, dress up for me. But for guys, like for me, I'm like, what would I wear that would turn you on? Yeah, see nothing. It's, yeah. <laughs> see that, and it's like nothing. weird. As a guy, I'm like, gosh, I'd like to dress up for her and look maybe hot in bed. But I can't think of anything that I would wear that would like arouse you. Maybe silk boxers? Maybe. But the silk boxers, you know, like we did silk boxers early on. Yeah. That was more for you than it was for me. They are soft. You sound like Alex when you say that. <laughs> they soft. are soft. Mom, I like soft. But you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's as a guy, and I don't know if any of you guys are out there thinking this, you know, I like to reciprocate a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. so when Elisa dress up and wear something, I'm not, I was going to say slinky, but something something out of the norm yeah something out of the norm it's like how do i reciprocate that and i 
I, I don't know if we've ever had that conversation. I don't think we have because I'm sitting here going, I I don't have an answer for okay. you on what to dress. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate it when, like, if we're going out and you, you know, since you've started actually, you know, over the last couple of years getting dressed to go out on a date. Yes. I do appreciate that. Yeah, I know. You, you do like it that I don't go out in shorts and flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like your old work shorts and a t-shirt. But see, for guys, seeing their wife dressed up, it, I mean, again, visual. Uh-huh. Men tend to be more visual than women. And so for us, it turns us on. Absolutely. You know? I, I have Victoria's Secret catalogs that prove that. Yeah. I, I don't look through them, but yeah. No, I know. but I'm just saying, I mean, there's there's such a huge industry in lingerie. Yeah. That I have to think some guys out there my point is sorry it doesn't have to be anything crazy you know if if it's something that you're not comfortable with find an aspect of dressing sexy that you can be comfortable with Mm -hmm. maybe you wear a matching underwear set okay there's something about matching yeah and i'm not talking about the cream bra with the cream underwear I'm talking about like get a fun matching set. (laughs) (laughs) And I can speak to this because when I started buying fun matching set, you know, ladies, here's a little tip for you. If you don't have matching sets, get some because it feels sexy when you know that everything top and bottom matches underneath your clothes. I don't know what the psychology of that is. Perhaps there's a psychologist listening to this that can enlighten me. Ask Elisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. But if you feel sexy underneath your clothes, guess what? You're going to act sexy. You know, and that's a little thing that you can change or, you know, lingerie doesn't have to be the risque, you know, well, it doesn't have crazy to be, stuff. it doesn't have to be slutty. Yeah. You know, get, it, it, it really, it, it doesn't. I mean, if you like nightgowns, even if it's a long nightgown, get a silky one that feels yeah. good to both of you. And it's not flannel. Flannel is not sexy. And is tight enough that it shows curves. Okay. Curves are good. Yeah. I mean, for guys again. Yeah. You know, if you want to change things up at home, start, I know we've talked about this on, you know, change of scenery, set a different stage. Right. But I think here we're talking more about your physical being. Yes. Right. But I had also in that email. Okay. Wrote back on those other things. But But as a physical being, mm -hmm. if you don't feel comfortable there, then I think the steps that you need to take are you need to get there. You know what I'm saying? You you need to, if it hasn't been something that you've done and you're, you're thinking I need to change up my marriage, I need to do something differently and you want to do it with who you are and how you dress, then take baby steps. Well, and and this is what I was going to get to is when you were 30 pounds overweight, Yeah, you, you did not feel comfortable bearing that in front of me because you yourself didn't feel comfortable you yourself didn't feel like man i want to show tony this right even though i was what 30 pounds overweight as well yes we were overweight together but it was you know what was playing the loop that was playing in my head that said i'm not attractive to you right so uh, the step that needs to be taken first if you're not if you're listening to this going well yeah it's not just wearing something sexy i don't feel comfortable being naked in front of my spouse and I think the step you need to take first is get on a program an exercise program 
that will help you lose that weight. That maybe if it's you and your husband both that can do together. Mm -hmm. Because I know for myself, you know, six years ago when I was 30 pounds overweight, I didn't feel that sexy in bed either. I I mean, I didn't really have, you know, I was like, eh, I don't like the way I look. And because of that, I don't feel comfortable, you know, bearing all with the lights on. Right. So if, if you're at, and again, we got a wide range of audience here. I'm just saying, if you're at that point, maybe check out some stuff. Um, and I'll put, I'll put a link to one that I'm going to be doing here starting up in November. And Elise and I are both going to be doing like November, December, January. And it's called, uh, the fat loss quickie. And it's cool. I mean, these are, these are quick workouts for us busy couples. So check out the link. I'll put a link up in the show notes, put that on the show notes. So I remember to do that. When, when's the fit marriage stuff coming out? Fit marriage, all of the material January. Okay. So I'm doing fit loss or uh, fat loss quickie for like November, December, and, and then probably part of January. So, and then you can get thrive 90, which is the fit loss or the, the fit marriage program in January when we launch that. Okay. I just want to make sure that you're uh, promoting fit marriage. Oh, I am. Okay. Just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying if you're listening to this now, it's no, it's October right. and you're going, I, I need to make a change now. Well, jump on board with us. Cause we're, we're going to be, we're going to be doing this through November, December, which is a perfect time to be setting some awesome goals to start your new year. Right. So that you can make the change you want. So when 2011 comes around, you can already have your goal as going female, you know, wife going to Victoria's Secret and getting that sexy set that Elisa's talking about. You Absolutely. know, what a, what a great reward to, to bring in 2011 with. It, you know, don't wait till 2011 to to pick it up and then quit. Let's, let's do it now mm-hmm. because right now is the time when change can happen for you. And with Thanksgiving, well, we got Halloween and all the candy and crap. And then we got Thanksgiving and then all the office parties and cakes and cookies, cookies and Christmas, Christmas and, and New, New Year's. Year. I mean, we're, we're right on the cusp of, <clears throat> you know, roughly two months of overindulgence right and that's why i i i want to do this and i asked elisa if she wanted to do it with me and she's like yeah let's do it because it'll keep us focused mm-hmm. you know so well and it's it's something and for guys it might you, be it, for guys it might be that you feel more comfortable in bed i mean you lose that weight you feel better you have more energy mm-hmm. you know you have control over this aspect of your life whether or not you have taken control of your physical aspect is another question, but you have the ability to change your body. Oh yeah. You can get up and start moving. You can get up and, you know, go to Victoria's Secret or, you know, go to your local department store and find something that makes you feel sexy. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to go break the bank. 
I'm not saying you have to go, you know, get a whole new wardrobe. I'm just saying, you know, when it's date night, get your sexy on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when it's, if you guys are doing the intimacy lifestyle and it's one of your three days or however you've split it up for us, it's three and three, get your sexy on. You know, don't come to bed in your flannels or your sweatpants and a ratty old t-shirt. You you know, it's, well, and, and this even goes, this can go another way too. I mean, do you really want to make a change in your marriage? I mean, are you shortchanging your marriage by holding back the emotional, intellectual intimacy, by holding back on the financial intimacy, the spiritual intimacy? Are you holding back? Do you keep telling yourself you want to change, but then pull away? Stop it. Stop going forward. Why do you continuously do this? You know, I, I think it's time to really look inward and, and look to God and go, what is it that I should be doing? You know, and taking those steps to change are tough. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're they're all easy and, and it's just a, a no brainer and it's just like, oh, it's just going to happen. You know, one of the big things is, is set some goals for yourself. It's hard to get out of a rut. Very. We know we've been there and occasionally we still fall back into ruts yeah i mean they they don't last as long but when you guys write to us when you know we get voicemails whatnot that you want to make a change in your marriage whether it's you know you want to be sexier or you want to try counseling or, or you know whatever it is i mean we get a wide range, range of aspects that you guys want to change in your marriage. The ones I get from most guys that email in pornography. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's a one for you guys. Do I really want to make a change? Do you want intimacy with your spouse? Is that more important than the nude lady and all the crap you're looking on your, on your computer? Cause if it is, and you're not in your head and you're going, Tony, yes, then you need to make a change. You need to make a change. You need to make the effort. Go to the website, X3 Pure. You're going to see it on the left-hand side. Craig Gross and the guys at triplexchurch.org. Kick butt. They got the program that can help you make the change. And, and I'm going to th- throw this out there too. Stop trying and start doing. Yeah. You know, I... I I understand, you know, we're in such a, well, you know, I'll try and do that for you. I'll, I'll, I'll try and make this. I'll try and, you know, try, 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 try. Yeah. You're right. Trying gives you an out. (laughs) If you say I'm going to do something, that's putting your word on the line. Mm -hmm. That's putting your integrity. That's putting who you are on the line. If you say I'm going to make a change in my marriage, then guess what? You better do it. But if you tell me you're going to try and change, you've given yourself a back door. Mm -hmm. And if you've got a back door, when the going gets rough or when things don't exactly fall into place, guess where you go? You go back to what's comfortable. Mm -hmm. You go back to, you know, I'm going to throw it out there. You go back to what's boring. You go back to the safe place that does not allow your marriage to grow. But when you say, you know what, I'm going to make a difference in my marriage. Then when it gets tough, you keep going forward. You go through that challenge. You go through that obstacle. 
and you get to a place of growth, you reach new heights. I mean, it reminds me of all those times that we would go hiking mm-hmm. or backpacking and I'd have, you know, 40 pound backpack on and all I'm doing is swearing under my breath about this man that I married. And then we would summit whatever the pass was that day. Right. And I'd be like, or the peak or the peak or wherever we were going. And I remember being at the top thinking, well, crap, this was all worth it. I, I, you know, yeah, my feet don't hurt anymore. The backpack's not so heavy because I can see for what seemed like forever Mm -hmm. because we pushed through the pain. We pushed through the heavy backpack, you know, blisters, you name it. I did it. You guys have heard some of those stories, all of my crazy, let's see what I can forget on this trip stories. Um, But we did it. And it wasn't like, well, we're going to try and reach the summit. Mm -hmm. I was like, no. Our goal today is to get to the, you know the top of San Gregorio. Our goal today, on you know, we were doing the three miles in, uh, or the three days in Sequoia, Sequoia, right. Kings Canyon, uh, Kings Canyon, Kings Canyon. You know, we had Ray Lakes Loop, the Ray Lakes Loop. You know, we had a goal one day to get to the top of Glen Pass. Right. You know, eleven thousand feet, switchbacks and craziness. Guess what? We did it. God's country. We did it, and guess what? I had no choice. I couldn't just try nobody was going to carry me out no by that point we were 20 miles in yeah i mean short of a broken leg or something that required medical attention thank god that didn't happen because i wouldn't (laughs) have wanted to see that bill yeah you think you grumble now (laughs) over your little doctor's bill but the fact is it was never a matter of trying it was a matter of doing right and that's the same challenge i give to you in your marriage whether it's dressed and sexy for your husband or seeking counseling or making time for a date night or opening up in that first conversation. That's, that's scary. That's tough to bring up. You know, that's it's Elisa brings up a a very good point because the trying attitude just leaves us almost to failure because we try and then it's, it's, it's that it's okay if we fail because we've already given ourselves a way out and we don't feel anything. But if we really want to change, then we really got to put everything we have behind it and make it happen. Yeah. You know, I love it when you agree with me. I do. Yeah. You know, and we, we got a, a, a cool email from one of our guys who uh, picked up the joy of sex because he and his, uh-huh. his wife have decided they're going to make some change. And you know, he got that book and they got it and they're flipping through it. And I get a, a DM on Twitter and he goes, how do you guys use this? Because they had it. They were doing it. They were right. ready for the change. They just didn't know how to use it. They didn't have the tools necessary to use it. Okay. One quick caveat though. Didn't you also tell me that? The- oh yeah. Yeah. So if you guys get the new one, he was telling me that there are photos in that book so you may want to check it out if you if you have some issues, guys in particular, um, having just stopped pornography. If if you have temptations that this could draw you, don't get it. He said there are photos. I don't know what were involved. He said most of the um, most were still illustrations, which is what Elise and I have in the old school one. And I think you can still buy the old school one. It's like a 1992 edition probably on Amazon. You can probably find it on Amazon. You can still find it on Amazon. But you know, do you have the tools to help you? 
make those changes. Mm-hmm. Seeking out that can be the difference between you making that change and not. Right. And Elisa and I are so blessed that you come to us to look for that because we're here to help you through it. And for those of you who haven't purchased our book, it might be time to pick it up. You might be thinking, well, I don't have, you know, 10 bucks for the audio book or I mean, I think it's 22 bucks, 23 bucks with shipping for the actual physical book. And we autograph that for you. You know, it might, you might need some tools to get you to change. And something we've always said, all of our 13 keys, we don't tell you to attack all of them all at one time. You attack what you know you need to hit now. And that's the thing. I mean, people, you know, we've heard it time and time again because we, you know, very much have said since the very beginning, you know, flip through, see what catches your eye and, you know, read that one together. Right. You know, it's not, obviously, if you're doing it as a small group, you tend to read, you know, from beginning to end, but they're not incremental steps. They're not building blocks. There's a reason we called them keys because, you know, maybe you need the key to the side door. Maybe you need the key to the garage. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to go in a linear direction. You figure out what your needs are and address those things that you haven't done. You know, maybe you need to change it up. Maybe you need to, you know, get Radio Shack out of the bedroom and make it a love shack. You know, figure out what your needs are and tackle those in your marriage. But be committed to the change that you want to have happen. Don't don't expect that just because you've identified it, it's going to resolve itself and <laughs> suddenly be rosy. Because guess what? If you don't put any if you don't put any effort into it, you're gonna be right where you are, except you'll know what you want to change. Right. You know, so ah. It's change. Change. Time for change. We're coming into the time of year when you should be looking at it. In all honesty, most of you who are out there who are thinking the new year's almost here and I'm going to make new year's resolutions. You know what? Those new year's resolutions are gone out the window in two weeks. So why don't we start making change now and stop waiting and stop Mm -hmm. waiting and wondering when we're going to get there. It's time to make a change in your life. It's time to make a change in your marriage. You just got to decide what it is and you got to go do it. Mm -hmm. So with that, you guys, we love you. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858 876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com and while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.